Today's Shir Mishnah Bura Yomi is Daf Kuf Lamed Aleph, and we're in the middle of Simon Kuf Aleph, which we'll conclude today, and we're at the Ramah at the end of Sifk Beis. The beginning of Simon Kuf Aleph talked about how important it is for one to have an understanding of what he's davening, the simple understanding of the Milos of the Shemona Esrei, as well as that one has to daven out loud, but only so that he himself can hear it. It should be very quiet. Nobody else should hear it. The reason behind this is because the Osile Mitra Tzibur is going to disturb other people, so certainly one shouldn't go and enhance your davening at the expense of everybody else. The Ramah adds over here, Hagor, v'yimashmiya kolu beveso, kishimispalu kideshi yilmudu mimenu beneveso, Mutter. There is an acceptable reason to daven out loud, even though yesterday we spoke out how it looks as if you're a Ketani Amuna, you're not a real believer in HaKadosh Baruch Hu, you're like an Ovid of who yells at their God, our God can hear you even if you're davening quietly. Nevertheless, there is a time when it's appropriate to daven out loud when you're davening alone in your house and you want to encourage and enhance your children's davening. So they should hear you daven out loud to hear the right way to pronounce the words, the right way to have Kavana, so then in your house you would be allowed to daven out loud, that would be permissible. The Bir Halacha in Da'asi, Limitrat Sibura, says the preacher holds that it would actually be better for a person to daven out loud at home if that's the only way he can daven with Kavana than to go to Shul and daven. However, the Mishnah Brewer in the Bir Halacha writes, Nowadays, It is not better for a person to say, I can daven better at home alone, I'll daven out loud, rather than go to Shul to daven, because number one, Other people will see, oh, it's okay to daven at home. And the only person that should be doing something like this would be a Gadol Hadar, who's famous in Mefursim, Shemchom Aisel Hashem Shemayim. Nowadays, that doesn't apply to almost all people. And therefore, it's preferable to daven in shul, even if your kavana might not be as great as theoretically davening at home out loud. Siv Gimel. The Mechaber writes, Yeshom Mishim Rosh Hashanah of Yom Kippur, Mutul Ashmiya Kolam, Betfilo Afilo Betzibor. The exception to the rule that you shouldn't daven out loud in Shul would be Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. That one is allowed to raise their voice on these days, even in the Shul. Why is this? So the Mishnah Bruin Siv Kotn Yilalat brings down, Laora Kavana, because this is to instill and spur your Kavana. And how come we're not concerned over here about disturbing other people? Because everybody is davening from a sitter and a machzor nowadays. Nevertheless, the Mogad Ram says, even on Rosh Hashanah Kippur, it's better to go and daven quietly if it will be able to be davened with kavana, the king kasu harbi achronim. And many achronim agree with this, that it's even on Rosh Hashanah Kippur, still better to daven quietly, not to yell and scream, not to daven out loud and disturb other people, even though they have a sitter in their hands, they won't be so disturbed, it's still better to daven quietly. The issue footnote number 22 brings down that the vidur that we say, which normally you shouldn't say your sins out loud because if other people hear them, it will sound like you're arrogant about your sins. So on Yom Kippur, when everybody's saying them, the Morkah Chaim brings down, Everybody's davening the same vidur, Yoshavnu, Bagadnu, etc. Achet this, achet that. So therefore, it's not a problem to say them out loud. And in fact, the custom is during the Chazar Sashats that we do say them all out loud in unison. Now we go to the Ramah, who agrees with the Psak of the Mechaber, who says you can daven out loud in Rosh Hashem Kippur, Hagov Chenoagin. Nevertheless, the Ramah says, You're only doing this to spur your kavana. If you can just say it quietly, a little bit louder than you do all year loud, all year long, and not so loud that you're screaming and yelling and disturbing other people, that is certainly the preferred way to do this. More than is necessary. Then you look like you're one of the Nevi'e He laughed at them and scoffed at them and he said, you're calling out to God. Maybe he's asleep. You're a false God. You're a Baal. Maybe he's in the bathroom and he can't hear you. 
Inami alternatively, Mishabur says, If you yell out loud, so great, your kavon is, is good, but your friend just got all mixed up because of your yelling the brachos and the tulas out loud. However, the Mishabur continues and he says, Those chazonim that are raising the voices during the davening, in order to spur people to daven more kavonu, so they should hear his words clearly. Shaper of they, they're doing a good thing. The ikar tefila shliach tzibur niskano dafko b'kol rom because the chazaras hashatz and other parts of the davening were made to be said out loud. However, ochein osin shosin kein kedei laharos kolim, but those that are doing it just to show off their beautiful voice, not the osin shloka hogan. They're not doing right. Sif Dalet. The Mechaber writes, Yochol hispala b'choloshon shiirtze. A person is permitted to daven in any language that he would like to. That's when you're doing it in Tzibur, in public. When you're davening by yourself, then you're only allowed to daven in Hebrew. Then he brings down the Yeshomer, and the Mechaber says there is an alternative opinion that's brought down by the Rabboni Tzarfas, and he writes, That's when you're davening and asking for your own needs. You're davening for a sick person, or some other difficulty that you have in your house. However, but any tefillah that is a standard prayer that is said for the entire tzibur, then even a person davening alone in his house, since it's a standard tefillah, would be allowed to daven it in any language that he wants. Then the Mechaber brings down a third opinion, and this opinion is brought down by the Rosh. Even an individual davening by himself, asking for his own personal needs, is allowed to daven in any language that he wants, However, one exception, chutz miloshon arami. He shouldn't daven in Aramaic. So this is the entire Mechaber, Sif Dalet. Now we have to understand it. Let's look at all the Mishnah Burrs inside. The Mishnah Burr in Sif Katnyad Gimel writes, Bechol Loshon, you're allowed to daven in any language that you want. However, Omitzah min hamuvcharu, the Mishnah Bura says, which is what the Halach Lamais is, that a person should preferentially always daven in Hebrew, unless he can't speak Hebrew and there's no English vocalization of the Hebrew text, of the Hebrew words. Only then should a person daven in English or in any other foreign language, but otherwise, as long as he can speak Hebrew, he should always daven preferentially in Hebrew. The Mishnah Bura says, look in Simon Samach Beis, Siv Beis, the Mishnah Bura Sham over there, which Dirsha footnote number 24 reminds us, Shehudin Shiyotze Bechalosh and Birchas that we also are Yotze Birchas in any language, likewise Kiddish and the Birchas Amitzos, Aperos, and Halal, all of these items you're also Yotze if you were to say them in a foreign language. Vigam Ayin Bechuvas Chasam Sofa or Chaim. Furthermore, he brings down the Chassam Sofer as a famous truv over here on Simon Peydalid, where he writes that that which we allow you to daven in a foreign language is only on an irregular, occasional, every now and then type of a basis, but certainly not on a regular basis. To me, this person to daven regularly on a set basis to set up even a chazan who's going to daven in English or another foreign language and forget the Hebrew language entirely that is absolutely incorrect and should never be allowed under any circumstances look at his tshuva for how strong he is about this this is the famous Hassan Tofer who says, There's nothing new underneath the sun. In other words, he was very, very much against any changes in our holy tradition and in other customs that we have in terms of any halachic issue. Furthermore, the Mishabur rings down. Furthermore, the Mishabur rings down. 
Furthermore, the Mishaburah says that based upon many, many reasons, the various Gaonim of the time have stated, It's absolutely forbidden to go and set up on any one of a regular basis davening in a foreign language other than Hebrew. And he says the reason that this was done, this was to exclude the opinion of these newcomers, this enlightened new group of people, that wanted to go and separate themselves from Klai Yisrael, with this new fangled version of davening. And they translated the entire davening into the vernacular tongue. And they did this because they wanted one sin to go and cause another sin. They deleted, when they did these translations, the bracha that HaKadosh Baruch was going to gather all the exiles of the Jewish people from all over the world and bring them to Yushalayim. And they deleted that Yushalayim is our home. And because they wanted us to forget Yerushalayim, therefore they translated into the German or the vernacular language in order to make people forget Eretz Yisrael and the Hebrew language. Because they didn't want us to have the zchus of not changing our language. And this was the cause of the Gula Mitzrayim, Shalom Shinu Eslashonim, and they were afraid of this, and therefore they wanted to change the language from Hebrew to the vernacular German. HaKadosh Baruch Yishverenu, God should save us and help us, Mideos Apikorsos Ka'elu. God should save us from such heretic thoughts. The Mishnah Brewery here uses extremely long, strong language to let us know that this is improper to daven in any language other than Hebrew, certainly on a regular basis. Further, he says, Ayin in the Bir Halacha, and Adibra Maskel, Yochel Ispala B'choloshon, the only people that should daven in a language other than Hebrew is somebody who's truly a Yari Shemayim and he doesn't understand the davening and he truly wants to daven with Kavana. But such people are really rare and few and far between and the real best thing to do is to daven in Hebrew. He explains beautifully, because the Hebrew language has many deep meanings instituted in it. And God spoke to Nevi'im only in Hebrew. And Loshon Kodesh created the world. And when the Anshe Knesset Gedola set up the Davning, amongst them were great sages in Nevi'im. And they included in every bracha, in all the words, and in the way they connected the letters, many deep and lofty secrets of Davning. And when we say these words, even if we don't understand them, the way they're said, even though we can't understand all these deep kavanas, we may not even understand the parish Our tefillahs rise up to Shemayim in the proper fashion. And the words that we utter from our mouths, they help us bring those tefillahs up to Shemayim, as opposed to this doesn't occur when a person dives in a foreign language. Again, very uncharacteristic of the Chavetz Chaim to be so strong and so vehement in his telling us what the halacha is. And that's because in those times and nowadays as well, unfortunately, people always say, let's dive in, in a different language because we'll understand it better. So that's simply not correct. Sivkot Nyudala, the Mishnah Bura writes, you're allowed to dive in, in any language you want. However, when that is true under those rare circumstances, Vahushiyavin also aloshon albirio. That's assuming you know that language. If I don't speak French, I can't daven in French. And alburio means that it has to be a language that other people are speaking as well. You can't create your own language. However, avobaloshon kodesh, by Hebrew, yotze afilu eno mevin aloshon. Here, by Hebrew, even if you don't understand the word of what you're saying, you are still yotze.
The issue footnote number 30 does point out that we did say that by the bracha of Avos and Modim, you certainly should try to understand what you're saying and have kavana. Certainly by the whole davening this is true, but especially by those two brachos. And again, all the posts can bring down, as the Mishnah Baruch said in yesterday's shir, a person should try to spend time understanding the davening and learning the perish amilus. Sivkat and Tezvav, the Mishnah Baruch says, Ela Belosh and Kodesh, you should daven only in Hebrew. Lefish ein malachaya sharis niskokin loshen aramis. The malachim who somehow help with our tfilos, exactly what that means, we don't understand, but they don't speak the language of Aramaic because they think that it's a base coarse language. Fuadin Shail has shown us, and this is true of other languages as well, Chutz Miloshon HaKodesh, Avo Betzibor, Ein Tzrichem Meilitz, when you're davening in a Tzibor, you don't need any help at all, Shakodesh Baruch Hu Biasim Vakabot Tfilosom, so to say, God Himself directly accepts our Tfilos, which is always true, but when one is davening alone, somehow the Malachim help more, and therefore in the Tzibor, one could theoretically daven in a different language. Sifkot and Tezayin, Alachola, when you're davening for a sick person, you should daven in Hebrew. That's when you're not in the presence of the sick person. You're making a Misha Berach of them. You should say it in Hebrew. But if you're in the presence of the sick person, then you can again daven in any language for the same reason that we just said a minute ago that Kodesh Baruch Hu Because in the presence of a sick person, just like in the presence of a minion, Kodesh Baruch Hu's presence is felt more prominently. Therefore, one can daven even in a non Hebrew language. Sivkat Yud Zayin. The Mishnah Buru quotes the statement from the Mechaber, Avol Betfila Kvua L'Tzibor, but a Tzibor that is said by the Tzibor, even if you're saying it alone, you're allowed to say it in non-Hebrew. The Kivon Shat Tzibor Kvua L'Tzibor, since it's a set Tzibor that the Tzibor says, HaKadosh Baruch Hu Biatzmo Pone Eleha, God, so to say, is turned towards that Tzibor, he's especially attuned to it, Afilu Shalom B'zman Shat Tzibor M'spalim, even if the Tzibor isn't davening at that point in time. In Sivkat Yud Ches, the Mishnah Buru quotes, the Mechaber, who says that Af Yochid Kishishol Tzrochav Yochol Lishol B'choloshen Shir Tzai, he quotes this Yeh Shomer, who says that an individual davening from himself is also allowed to daven in any language that he wants except Aramaic. The Sfirul Hu, according to this opinion, the Mishnah Bur says, Da Malochim Makirim B'choloshen. The Malochim will help you when you're davening alone in any language except, as we said, Aramaic. Rakshin Nizkokin Laram is Shemaguna Beinam. They also could help in Aramaic, but they consider that a coarse and base language, and therefore they don't assist you if you're davening in Aramaic. Therefore, this has a loch Women are allowed to go daven in other languages because they weren't taught Hebrew, and therefore the malachim will help them according to this opinion, and therefore they can daven in a non-Hebrew language. And in Sivkot and Yutes, the Mishnah writes, In the Tzibur, you can even say Aramaic, because you don't need the malachim to help you. And therefore, this explains the common custom. This explains why the Tzibur does say these two very common tfilos of Yikum Purkun and Bruch Shemei in Aramaic because they're saying them in a Tzibur. And therefore, another Navkumin here is Lafize, if a person in Mispalabas, if a person is davening alone by himself in his house, he doesn't say either of the two Yikum Purkums that we say in Musaf. And this is in fact the Psaq. Of the Arzurua. The issue number, footnote number 36 brings down if a person is davening with the Tzibor and he's a little bit behind them and he hasn't had a chance to say Yikum Porkum yet and they're already beyond that. So Reb Chaim Kanievsky brings down You're still allowed to say Yikum Porkum even if they're already beyond that. You're still up to Yikum Porkum. You can still say that. Similarly, on the times that we say slichos, and at the end of the slichos, you have a couple of Aramaic passages. If the tzibah is already done and you're still catching up those paragraphs, you're allowed to say them as well. Even though normally, if you're diving by yourself in your house, you don't say those paragraphs. We skip those paragraphs. 
Likewise, the Mishnah Bura in Simon Kuflam Adalit says, Shemishalo Oma Bruch Shemei, Bishas Osoros Asefatori. You're going slower than the Tzibur, and they're already done with Bruch Shemei, and you're still catching up to Bruch Shemei. You're still allowed to say it until they actually start the laning. We'll just conclude today's share with words from the Halacha Bura, accenting on what the Mishnah Bura said about the importance of davening in Hebrew. And he writes, Gedola Yisrael Bedoros Achronim, great leaders of the Jewish people in these generations, Yisiru Betokef Rab, they have very vehemently argued, Shalolushanos, that we shouldn't change our custom, Mashinogu, Bechol Akilos Yisrael, that has been the custom in all Jewish communities, Lispala Beloshan HaKodesh, Afilu Betzibur, to always daven in Hebrew, even in the Tzibur, Afilu Bechutzlaretz, and even in outside of Eretz Yisrael, in places where the people, Einam Mevinim, Loshan HaKodesh, where they don't understand Hebrew. And this is the minute nowadays. We should daven all the davening in Hebrew. He then adds that it's a great mitzvah to help people understand the Hebrew, to print on one side Hebrew, and on the other side to print down the understanding of the words in English. So this way the common people, the people that don't understand Hebrew, can understand the davening when they daven in Hebrew. And he further adds that if a transliteration is the only way to get people to daven in Hebrew, so then that's preferable than davening in English. It's better that they say the words, even though the havara, the pronunciations, may not be perfect when you have a transliteration, that's still preferable than davening in English. This concludes today's share and Simon Kuf Aleph.